Bodywork Inspection A Good Omens Fan Fiction Written by Appleseeds Read aloud by Skya Simaru If you enjoy this podfic, you can check out the original story on Archive of Our Own. If you would like to hear more of my recordings or see some of my own work, you can find me through the pen and screen name of Skya Simaru. Bodywork Inspection Summary Crowley takes his car to the garage to work out what's been causing the strange noise he's been hearing and can't cope when the mechanic is the hottest person he's ever seen in his entire life. He immediately takes to TikTok to squeal about the hot mechanic to his millions of followers. What could possibly go wrong? Crowley left his car with the mechanic, sucking in a long, deep breath as soon as his back was turned, and rushing across the garage forecourt to flop down on a bench that faced out towards the neighboring car dealership. Not the best view, but he couldn't exactly wait inside the little reception area where he'd first gone to meet the mechanic a little while ago. It would be warmer, yes, and there was a coffee machine in there and chairs that wouldn't be damp from the rain they'd had earlier that morning. But there was no way Crowley could sit in there. If he sat inside, there was a chance he would end up making eye contact with the mechanic again as he popped in and out for whatever reason, and that just wasn't worth the risk. Crowley was barely holding it together as it was, settling himself onto the bench, doing his best to ignore the cold, damp feeling on his arse. He tugged his phone out of his pocket. He had to share this with someone. Time to update his four million, <clears throat> four million four thousand to be precise, TikTok followers. Crowley held his phone out in front of him and started recording. Okay, so I'm at the garage, finally getting them to look into that weird noise my car's been making. Thank you so much for scaring me with all your theories. No, I don't want my car to explode into flames. So, yes, I'm here. I'm doing it. I promise I'll update you when I get some answers. I know you're dying to have the mystery solved. Anyway, my car's with the mechanic right now, and I just had to come on here and talk about this because, oh my god, I can't breathe. And seriously, this mechanic is the hottest guy. I've ever seen in my entire life. Whatever you're imagining. No, no, seriously, he's hotter. This guy, no word of a lie, he's wearing an actual proper fancy shirt and oh, he's got these sleeves rolled up to his elbows. Ugh. Crowley paused and scrubbed his hand across his face, not bothering to tone down the groaning sound that escaped from the back of his throat since there was no one else nearby. Ah, 
And he's got the two top buttons undone, like he wants to kill me or something. And he seems so sweet, and he has the most stunning smile. Oh, he looks like a fucking angel, seriously. I think I've just met a literal angel, and he's working as a mechanic in London. Even his name is hot and angelic. You won't believe me, but his name is Aziraphale. Seriously? So... Anyway, I went into the reception, and I nearly died as soon as he looked at me. But anyway, I told him about the weird noise, and not even joking, he started talking about how the car might need lubricant, and then... Oh, shit! Oh, my God! Crowley saw his own car appear on the recording with Aziraphale in the driver's seat. Aziraphale pulled the car up in the background of his video on the garage forecourt behind him. That's him! Crowley hissed at his phone. Can you see him? Oh, fuck me! He's getting out of the car! Seriously, fuck! Shit! Oh, God, I can't breathe! Okay, I'm going to try to zoom in. Do you see him? Oh, Jesus Christ! Crowley paused, his mouth hanging open, as he watched on the screen of his phone as Aziraphale climbed out of the car and bent right over, apparently investigating something underneath the driver's seat. Are you seeing this? And I'm just supposed to keep breathing or whatever? Like it's not even a big deal? You guys were worried my car was going to explode, but it's not the car you need to be worried about. It's me. I'm the one who's going to burst into flames. Fuck, I'm out of time. Okay, see you later with an update. If I survive that long. Crowley cut off the recording just before the two minutes was up and resisted the urge to look behind him. He'd already done quite enough blatant ogling of the poor man when he'd first arrived. In fairness to him, Crowley had been completely unprepared to witness a divine vision of ethereal perfection at his local garage. Somehow he was going to have to get it together before Aziraphale actually finished working on his car. Crowley would have no choice but to talk to him again, and was determined not to make a complete fool of himself. Crowley tapped his phone to play back the video he'd just recorded, scrunching his face up when the video started playing without sound. Uh, what the fuck? Crowley tried turning up the volume a little, but nothing happened. Maybe the microphone on his phone was broken. That would be weird, though. He'd called someone earlier that day, and it had been fine. He sighed with frustration and raised the volume to maximum, finally able to hear his impassioned rambling. But it was quiet and weirdly... distant? Maybe it was the speakers that were broken. Crowley glared at his phone and huffed out a breath holding it up to his ear. The volume didn't change. That didn't make any sense. Uh, seriously, what the fuck? Crowley grumbled out loud, moving his phone away from him. His eyes widened and his heart leapt up into his throat, time seeming to slow down 
as his brain finally processed what direction the sound was coming from. It wasn't coming from his phone at all. It was coming from the car. You fucking Bluetooth fucking shitting fuck! Crowley's hands were shaking as he swiped down and frantically pressed the Bluetooth icon in the quick settings menu to deactivate it. He experienced a tiny bit of relief from his panic when the icon grayed out, but his heart was still pounding manically in his chest. His blood had rushed to his skin and he felt uncomfortably hot, and placing his phone down on the bench so that he could tug off his jacket before burying his head in his hands. Oh, fuck! Oh, no! Oh, no, 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 no! Shit, 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 shit! Oh, God! How much of it did he hear? Okay, maybe he won't realize. Maybe he'll just think it's some weird thing on the radio or something. We only spoke for a couple of minutes. He probably wouldn't recognize my voice. It's fine. It's going to be fine. Crowley took a long, deep breath to try to steady himself, clutching onto the armrest of the bench for support. His stomach lurched and his heart jolted again as another wave of panic crashed over him. Oh my god, no! I said his name! Oh fuck! Crowley cringed and quickly posted the video to TikTok. It would be needed for context when he went on there to scream about this later, then grabbed his jacket, slung it over his shoulder, and started walking away from the garage without any destination in mind. He just needed to put some distance between himself and insanely hot mechanic Aziraphale. He knew he'd have to go back and face him at some point but he prayed as hard as he possibly could to God, Satan, and anyone else who might listen, to make it so that maybe Aziraphale was on a break when he got back, and someone else would just explain to him what was wrong with his car, and he'd never, ever, ever, ever have to see him again. Crowley walked for about half an hour before he decided he'd better turn around and head back to the garage. The walk had helped to burn off some of the adrenaline, but he was still completely mortified. When he got back to the forecourt, he discovered his car had been moved back to the parking space where he'd initially left it, so presumably Aziraphale had finished with it. Crowley took a deep breath to try to settle his out-of-control pulse and to bring his shallow breathing back under control. His cheeks flushed from more than just the cool air and the exertion of walking. Oh, please don't be there. Please don't be there. Please don't be there. Crowley strode purposefully across the forecourt and back to the little reception desk inside, staring straight ahead, not daring to look around. When he got inside, there was no sign of Aziraphale, 
and a wave of relief crashed over him. He approached the desk and rested his forearms on it, waiting for someone to appear. His relief was short-lived as he soon heard footsteps behind him and spun around, coming face to face once again with the man who had to be the world's most ridiculously smartly dressed, stunningly handsome mechanic, who now had a streak of some kind of grease or oil across his cheek. That shouldn't have made him even more insanely attractive, but somehow it did. The mechanic paused in the doorway and clasped his hands at his waist, squeezing them tightly together. Oh, hello, Aziraphale said quietly, his demeanor so painfully different from earlier when he'd been all bright twinkly eyes and adorable cherubic smiles as he talked Crowley through some of the things that might be responsible for the mysterious noise in his car. Crowley had been completely captivated by him and had been more than a little envious of all those parts of his car that Aziraphale had been talking about getting his hands on. Uh, hi, he managed by way of reply. Is, uh, is my car ready yet? Uh, yes, all sorted out for you. Uh, really? You found what was causing the noise? Uh, what was it? As much as Crowley just wanted to get the hell out of there as quickly as possible, he needed to pay attention to this explanation to be able to accurately relay it to all of his followers who were waiting for the mystery to finally be solved. His video of him driving around with the weird clinking noise happening every time he turned a corner had garnered a surprising amount of interest, with everyone weighing in with their theories as to what could be causing it. Aziraphale smiled nervously and stepped closer to him, reaching his hand up close to Crowley's face as if he was about to stroke his hair or cradle his jaw or something else mind-bogglingly intimate. Crowley's heart started beating even faster, and his breath caught, his throat now uncomfortably dry. Aziraphale's fingertips grazed Crowley's hair near his temple, and every muscle in Crowley's body tensed in response. Aziraphale withdrew his hand and held his palm out flat, a pound coin resting in it. Crowley just stared at it. It's a coin, Aziraphale announced, a little bit of brightness coming back into his voice. Uh, yeah, did you just do a magic trick? Um, well, yes, I did. Aziraphale's eyes flicked down to the floor and he cleared his throat. <clears throat> the coin was, um, stuck under the driver's seat, bouncing around every time the car went around a corner. That's what was making the noise. I had to take the whole seat out to find it. Shit, really? Crowley wasn't sure 
how his TikTok followers would feel about that. It wasn't a very exciting answer, but at least it provided a clear resolution to the ongoing mystery. <laughs> it must have fallen out of my pocket, Crowley said with a shrug, although he knew full well that wasn't true. Last time he decided to amuse himself by gluing coins to the pavement, the bag had split and they'd fallen into the footwell underneath the steering wheel. He thought he'd found them all. Apparently evil really does contain the seeds of its own destruction. <laughs> yes, I suppose so, although it's difficult to imagine how. Your trousers are very tight. Shit! Does he know I'm lying? Okay, no, I'm being ridiculous. Why would he think I was lying about that? He's hardly going to suspect what I was actually doing, is he? Fuck, I need to calm down. Wait a minute. What did he just say? I'm sorry. What? I mean, uh, not that I was looking. I mean, I wasn't looking. I just noticed, Will. Uh, I suppose I was looking when I noticed, but... Uh... Aziraphale rambled, his brow furrowing with tension. Okay, I definitely freaked him the fuck out. Shit! Uh, yeah, no, of course. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean... Uh... Crowley swallowed. Fuck, this was literally the most awkward experience of his whole entire life. Uh, no, I I'm sorry. I, I certainly wasn't criticizing. You, um, you look very nice. Oh, God, this is a disaster. Should I say something? Just get it out in the open? I can't really just keep acting like nothing happened, can I? Look, I'm so sorry about earlier. That stuff you heard over the car speakers, it was just a stupid uh, TikTok thing. Oh, I'm uh, afraid I don't know what that is. Right, okay. Crowley wasn't sure whether that was a good thing or not. The uncomfortable silence that followed stretched on far too long and Aziraphale started furiously wringing his hands together in front of him. So, uh, about the payment? Right, yeah, of course. Crowley held the pound coin out with what he knew was a really stupid look on his face. How could he possibly have thought Aziraphale would think that was funny? Aziraphale looked at the coin quizzically, and then walked around him to go behind the reception desk. Crowley dropped his arm to his side and forced the coin into his admittedly very tight pocket. Oh, fuck! Could this actually be any more awkward? The door into the reception area then squeaked open on its hinges and Crowley heard footsteps approaching from behind. Oh my god! I told you, didn't I, Mom? That's him! Crowley turned around to find a kid pointing right at him, staring at him with wide eyes. Uh, Warlock, honey, it's rude to point. 
the boy's mother admonished, gently pressing down on his arm to encourage him to lower it back down. I I'm sorry, he just recognizes you from TikTok. Oh, uh, hi. This wasn't a rare occurrence. Somehow Crowley had managed to garner a huge following on the godforsaken clock app with his sarcastic rants about his workplace, bouts of intense screaming at his plants through which he had proven, yes, proven, that it made them grow better, and general ramblings about things he was still surprised anyone actually cared about. He could really have done without this happening right now, though. Uh, hey, excuse me, sir, are you a Xerophel? Oh, God, oh, no! Crowley didn't turn around to look at the mechanic. He just kept his eyes on the boy, trying to keep the horrified expression off his face. This kid wouldn't know that Aziraphale had actually heard what he'd said on the video, so surely he wouldn't say anything embarrassing about it, right? Ah, uh, uh, yes, I am. I saw you on Crowley's video. I knew it was this place. I told you, didn't I, Mom? Uh, yes, you did, sweetie. Uh, did you want to ask Mr. Crowley for a selfie? Um, sure, I guess. So, are you two going to kiss now? <gasps> Warlock! I am so sorry, the boy's mother apologized. Crowley felt compelled to do the same, and finally turned back to look at Aziraphale, who was blushing furiously and clutching onto a piece of paper, presumably Crowley's invoice. Crowley had never wanted to pay an invoice so badly in his entire fucking life. I am so sorry about this, Crowley whispered. Well, are you? You haven't been replying to any comments. Loads of people think it's because you're busy hooking up already. But I was like, nah, Crowley'd never have the guts to tell the mechanic he thinks he's hot. What the fuck? Is this like redundancy built into God's plan to torture me? If the Bluetooth had failed, the kid would still have shown up to blurt it out anyway? Fucking hell! Whatever I did in a past life must have been completely unforgivable. Actually, um, I'm well aware of what Crowley thinks of me, Aziraphale interjected. Oh, fuck me! Is he trying to stick up for me now? This can't be happening. Right, that's it, God. You win. I've had enough. Just open up a big hole in the ground right here and now and send me straight to hell. Really? Oh my God, no one is going to believe this. You like him too, right? Seriously, you guys should totally kiss. Crowley cleared his throat. <clears throat> so, uh, you wanted a selfie, didn't you? Uh, sure, okay, let's, uh... Crowley moved to stand next to the boy and anxiously waited for him or his mother to produce a phone to take the picture. I want a Xerophil in it, too! Oh, God! Oh, uh, uh all right. 
Aziraphale came back into the main reception area and moved to stand on the other side of the boy. Uh, no, you need to stand next to Crowley. Aziraphale inhaled deeply and moved to stand beside Crowley, leaving a small gap between them. Closer? Aziraphale looked at him sheepishly and shuffled a little closer, their arms brushing together. Crowley thought he might melt from being in such close proximity to those delectable exposed forearms. It was only when he was satisfied that Aziraphale was close enough that the boy actually pulled his phone out of his pocket and took the picture with a smug grin on his face. <laughs> Thanks! Uh, yes, thank you. That's very kind of you. Uh, come on, warlock, let's go. I really am very sorry about this. The boy's mother ushered him back outside, and Crowley felt a little bit of the tension release from his muscles. Aziraphale hurriedly retreated back behind the reception desk. I'm really sorry about that. No need to apologize. It's all right. I hope you don't mind, but I'm afraid I'm now going to have to uh, ask for your autograph. <laughs> Aziraphale said lightly, sliding the invoice across the counter. Crowley laughed nervously. <laughs> sure. Crowley signed the bottom of the invoice without even checking how much Aziraphale was charging him. He really didn't care at this point. He just wanted to get the hell out of there. And he'd got that pound back, so that was kind of like getting a discount anyway. Crowley tugged his wallet out of his pocket and handed over his card, anxiously shifting his weight between his feet, praying for the card machine to process his payment faster. Aziraphale tore off the receipt and handed it over to him, along with a business card. Crowley flipped it over and smirked. <laughs> Thanks. Does this mean I can tell all my followers that you actually gave me your number? Oh, just stop talking for the love of everything holy and unholy. Please just stop talking. Um, yes, I suppose you can. I do hope you'll consider me next time you need a full service. <laughs> Crowley's brain went places it really shouldn't have gone in response to that. I'm very thorough, Aziraphale added, which only made it worse. <laughs> I'm sure you are, but would you really want me to come back here after that? Crowley gestured towards the door the boy and his mother had left through. Best to draw attention to that part of the mortifying events of the day than the other thing that had happened. Crowley winced as he once again relived it in his mind. Well, back here or somewhere else, if you prefer. I wouldn't need any specialist equipment just to, uh, inspect your bodywork. 
Crowley's eyebrows climbed up his forehead. What? What? Is he trying to flirt with me? Holy shit! Is that what that fucking magic thing was supposed to be? Crowley's lips parted, but nothing actually came out. Aziraphale's words certainly sounded like they might be intended to be taken as flirtatious, but nothing about his demeanor actually backed that up. You mean you would, uh, come around to my flat to do it? If that would be most convenient for you. Okay, well, that answers nothing. Uh, right, um, yeah, okay. Well, I guess I'll, uh, give you a call when my service is due. <laughs> Wonderful. I'll see you then. Oh, I need to give you back your key. Aziraphale reached under the desk and handed Crowley's car key back to him. Crowley tried not to pay too much attention to how it felt when their fingers brushed together in the process. <sighs> Thanks. My pleasure. Goodbye, my dear. Uh, yeah, bye. Crowley stared down at the business card in his hand as he headed back towards his car, still none the wiser about whether or not Aziraphale had actually been flirting with him. Presumably not. Not only because of, well, the obvious. How could an angel like that possibly be interested in someone like him? But surely given that he'd literally heard Crowley screaming, about how attracted he was to him. Presumably, if he were interested, he would have been much more direct about it. Maybe Crowley should just give up driving. Then his car would never be due a service, and he would have absolutely no reason to come back here. Crowley unlocked the car and flopped into the driver's seat throwing his head back against the headrest and groaning. Aww. He didn't dare check TikTok. That kid had undoubtedly been on there and flooded the comments section with details of how mortified Crowley had looked when he'd seen him, supported by photographic evidence. Crowley blew out a long breath and sat up pushing the key in and getting ready to start the engine. Then he noticed a piece of paper on the dashboard. He furrowed his brow and reached out for it, turning it over, finding a note written in the most perfect, elegant handwriting he had ever seen. <clears throat> There's something I would like to say. Today I met a very lovely man named Anthony Crowley. I heard him saying some very nice things about me, but I know he didn't mean for me to hear them. I hope he doesn't feel too embarrassed about it and that he truly meant what he said. I'll try to show him that I'm attracted to him, but I'm afraid that's something I don't think I'm very good at. Hopefully he will understand and call me if he's interested, because he really did seem like a very nice man. 
I would love to get to know him better. A Seraphil. X. Crowley reread the note four times, his mouth hanging open, then shoved it onto the passenger seat and leapt out of the car, rushing straight back to the reception area, forcefully pushing open the door. A Seraphil looked up at him and his hands immediately came back together in front of him, like a shield. Uh, oh, I think that kid might have had a point, Crowley announced breathlessly. Aziraphale simply looked at him in shock for a moment, but his expression soon softened. <laughs> yes, I rather think he did. Crowley strode up to the reception desk, pressed his palms down flat against it, and leaned over, pressing a tender kiss to Aziraphale's cheek. When he pulled back, Aziraphale was smiling, his flushed cheeks rounded and his eyes crinkling in the corners, one hand pressed to his chest. He was completely adorable. <laughs> Thank you he murmured softly. I don't suppose you're free for that, uh, bodywork inspection tonight, are you? Yes, of course. Really? Okay, great. Um, well, you've got my address on the invoice, right? Come by around seven. I'll be there. I, um... Aziraphale cast his eyes back down to the floor the blush on his cheeks intensifying. Uh, is something wrong? No, no, not at all. I, uh, I was just going to say, well, to ask, uh, would you like me to bring what I would need for, um, well, that is, uh, what I would need to service you fully? Fuck! Are you actually trying to kill me? Crowley could feel his cheeks burning as his blood rushed away from his brain. Uh, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have... No, don't apologize. Wow. Crowley let out a shaky breath. <laughs> You're better at this than you think you are, you know. Oh, thank you. And uh, don't worry about bringing anything. I have my own... Uh, toolbox. Ah, well, that sounds rather intriguing. Crowley grinned, his heart beating wildly, and his stomach fluttering with excitement. <laughs> I guess I'll see you later then. Yes, you will. Take care, Crowley. Crowley stepped back outside with an enormous grin on his face and gazed up at the sky. Apparently, God's plan for him wasn't so bad after all. The End Thank you for reading! Uh, please drop by in the archive and let the author know what you thought of their work.